This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks turned lower Monday afternoon to close out the session in the red, giving back some gains after a winning July. The Dow dipped into the red erasing earlier gains of as many as 257 points, which had sent the index to a record intraday level. The S&P 500 also reversed course to end the session lower after gaining earlier in the day. Despite Monday's pullback, investors are entering August with momentum from a sixth straight monthly gain, with the S&P 500 logging an advance of 2.3% in July. Both the Dow and NASDAQ also added more than 1% for the month. These increases came alongside a strong season so far for quarterly corporate earnings results with companies across industries revealing much better than expected second quarter revenues and profits as the economy began to reopen in earnest this spring. Companies including Etsy, Uber, and Lyft are set to report earnings results this week. So far, 59% of S&P 500 companies have reported second quarter earnings results and 88% of these companies have beaten Wall Street's earnings per share estimates, according to FactSet data. The expected earnings growth rate for S&P 500 companies is tracking toward 85.1%, which would be the biggest jump since the fourth quarter of 2009. Still, a number of companies have disappointed on current quarter guidance, with the more tepid outlooks overshadowing strong second quarter results. Many of these companies have been in industries that benefited most from stay-at-home behaviors last year and included heavily weighted technology names like Amazon, Facebook, and Apple. But overall, the broad strength among corporate earnings results has helped investors shake off other concerns still lingering in the recovering economy, including over the Delta variant spreading rapidly across the U.S. Some strategists suggested this latest virus fear, however, might begin to wane. We feel that these Delta variant fears are going to subside. Adil Zaman, Wall Street Alliance's managing partner, told Yahoo Finance, If you look at the UK, they're on the downslope. And we think the US, in a month or so, is also going to be on the downslope. And I think that from an investment point of view, that has very interesting implications. Because we feel that as Delta variant fears subside, the reopening stocks, some of them that have been suffering because of that Delta variant fear, they're going to come back. Signals that the Federal Reserve officials were inclined to leave their highly accommodative monetary policies in place, at least somewhat longer, have also helped underpin stocks. At last week's Fed meeting, the central bank suggested it was making further progress on its discussion around tapering its massive crisis-era asset purchase program, but that the economy still had further to recover before the Fed was ready to announce the plan. 
Both the pace and structure of this tapering also remain in discussion among the Federal Open Market Committee, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said during last week's press conference. Our economists expect that the FOMC will first hint at the start of tapering at its September meeting, Goldman Sachs equity strategist David Costin wrote in a note. They expect that the Fed will formally announce a decrease in the size of its $120 billion monthly purchases in December. Amid uncertainty around tapering, Fed rate hikes, and economic growth, high-quality strategies like our strong balance sheet basket have recently outperformed, Costin added. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.